It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Patrick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week. All the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz non-existent. The show, critically crapped on the show, that will be the reason when I'm eventually fired. It will be because of Morning After. Now, you were guzzling down all the programming all week long, so you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I got the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. It's, say it with me, boys, more clips, more clips, more clips. Oh, that's right on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Give me those clips. Oh, as we got you covered this hour, we're going to recap all the happenings of the past week right here on Channel 82. So you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know, and... No, guide you through the week that was right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio with my guy as always, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. As for now, as we say. Always for now. Always for now. And Alex Hardy, the producer of a JT the Brick, Brick at Night, who sounds smart, but is he smart? That's the big question. Um, High intellectual IQ. <laughs> Actually, you sounded like a dumbass there. So I mean, may- maybe you don't <laughs> maybe sound that, that smart. Yeah, that was <laughs> the example. It's over before it started. Right. And the producer now, what a title. The only show he produces, Jared Moore. Big time. Jared Woo. Moore, live from the kitchen today, not from his room with all the video games. Nice little new office set up here. I'd move the camera around, but, you know, obviously. I don't care. Show. Enough for that. And also, yeah, the acoustics are much better. Yeah, it looks like you pulled a Nintendo Switch on us, Jared. <laughs> there it is. Oh, the video game. You're again not sounding that smart, but <laughs> uh, there he is. Now we got a lot to get to this week, of course. Mad Dog Chris Russo, Mad Dog Unleashed. We always like to lead off with him. He sort of sets the tone for morning after, and the doggy was all over the big Chiefs Ravens matchup on Monday Night Football, and of course he doesn't hone in on the positive, which was Mahomes. Mad Dog Chris Russo, all about the negative and he thought that was Lamar Jackson I didn't love him in big games in college I always had issues with him throwing the football he's a runner at the position he's still not a great thrower at the position and when you put him in a situation where he's uh, you know got to make plays with his arm it's major major trouble Uh, the ball does not come out smoothly it doesn't come out with the proper loft in certain scenarios and he gets you know and you can tell when things start to go south he almost tries too hard to make plays Uh, and this is not the first time we've seen it out of him now in these spots obviously he had a terrible game against the Chargers two years ago. Last year against Tennessee, Chargers. although the defense was a big culprit. There. And the Raven fans out there, and I spoke to a couple of them last night, who want to sit there and you know give them a, a breakout. One game out of 16. It's Who's a regular season to? game. Why are you making a big deal? Blah, Ravens blah, blah. fans? The folks who want to do that, I think it's room. absurd. I, I just don't think you can do that and make it sound like that this is just one of 16 games. You're going to lose a couple, so why not? This is not just some lousy, no care, who gives a crap about 
the game. And, and they laid an egg. This was a signature moment. This was a huge game. And they can win 12 in a row. This game's going to stick in my claw from a football standpoint in the AFC for a long period crawl. of time. Yeah, it's going to stick in his <laughs> crawl space uh, as uh, the quarterback lives in a loft. He lives in a loft crawl. there. You know, a nice little <laughs> loft. And he gets some crawl going on. Would, would uh, I sound smarter? Coaching Academy. Would I use, would I, if I use the word loft, would I sound smarter? Am I more intelligent? No. I, it's no. amazing. Everything you've said today, like in previous weeks, I always <laughs> thought you were right. Every single word you say just makes you sound dumber and dumber. So you're on the right show. We'll see if we can keep that going there. But Eddie, you just said it. This is Mad Dog QB camp. No, uh, it's Mad the Dog, Dog Coach- Coaching Academy. That's right. We got the Mad Dog Coaching Academy here. Yes, Coach Doggy there with the whistle, uh, tiny white shorts, <laughs> socks uh, all the way hiked up. Show me something. Show me so. All right, I just threw the ball 50 yards. No, what's the last book you read? Show me something. Have you ever seen Johnny Unitas? You had no touch. Can you put a little touch on it? Since when did Dog become such a QB whisperer that he knows all about loft and everything? Why does he not like Lamar Jackson? How many bets has he lost on the guy, Eddie? Is that why? Great, great question. Number one, this stems back from college. A very bored doggy during bowl season decided to put a bundle on Lamar Jackson. That backfired. Number two, he has been... Been consistent. He did not like him coming out of college. He's been a lot more successful than Dog ever thought he would be. So right now, he's always going to try to find his narrative that proves that he was right and everyone else was wrong. Yeah, damned if he completes seventy percent of his passes, wins an MVP. He's still that bum who lost that bowl game for Doggy. <laughs> I'm talking to a few Ravens fans about that uh, after the game. Eddie, wasn't the game Monday Night Football? Wasn't he at home? How is he taking phone calls? And they agree. What Ravens fans is he talking to in New Canaan? Right, eleven thirty at night. Yeah, all right, we're taking calls. See you right at the uh, Monday Night Football game. Uh, Jeannie has got him up. That's Jeannie for you. The do's and don'ts of radio, Jeannie. Uh, you don't have him there. Hello, uh, Alan White Plains. We'll go to you first. Go where? I'm, uh, you're on the couch. He obviously is talking to fans at home. I thought I was the only psychopath who's on this radio channel who gives out his phone number and talks to fans. No, 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 no. Mad Dog Chris Russo has either a Ravens chat room that he's starting up or he's just taking calls. We're banging calls tonight. You know, it's Jeannie. Can we go to bed, please? No, we got to take some Ravens calls. Who the hell's he talking to? Who is he talking to? I want to know. Who is the guy Je- talking to? Jeannie, I need the city and the state, not just the state. California <laughs> yeah. is a big place. Uh, are they on the landline? All right, let's go to uh, audio's uh, cut number four, Timmy. Oh, you don't have the audio. Oh, you don't have a board. Oh, we're not in the studio. Oh, I'm at home. Oh, I'm in my pajamas. Oh, I'm in the bedroom. Oh, I'm about to go to sleep. So there's the mad dog, you know, Coach Doggy there. That would be amazing, though. I would love for Lamar Jackson to show up at Dog's house and go, all right, teach me, Coach. Teach me. I I can already picture him in the visor and the knee-high socks with the clipboard telling Lamar Jackson how to fix his throw. All right, let's go, Lamar. Uh, First of all, uh, what was the last book you read? And uh, what type of fan are you? Wait, what does that have to do with throwing? But do you have any hobbies? Have you seen the Laurel Canyon documentary? Now, Lamar, let me ask you a question here about your quarterbacking. Uh, where are you with uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Where are I love Graham Nash was impossible to work with. You know, Eddie has become a little bit. I mean, we all become our environment. Eddie Erickson, who I talk to all the time, will always ask questions like, dog, like, now, where are we with through roll-ups? Like, what do you mean? You're in the cabinet. What do you mean? Where are it has we? Happened. What do you mean? Now, where are we with the tech issue? What do you mean? Where are we? Where do you rank Neil Young? Eddie asked me that the other day. <laughs> Is he great? 
I mean, you bounced around. You got to knock. Can you be them. great if you're not in one band? Can you be great? <laughs> it's amazing. The same sports arguments go to everything: music, music, food. I mean, just about everything. But the best part about that is Lamar Jackson. He's ripping him, right? Eddie, when he goes through his quarterback rankings, where does he always put Lamar? Oh, that's the best part of this. The reigning MVP slips into top five along with Mahomes. He hates Lamar Jackson, yet he continually puts him above other quarterbacks. This week it was Dak Prescott. Lamar's terrible. I mean, right now I have him as the third best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> he is horrible. But I'll tell you, if I go back through my top five rankings as I name 25 players, Lamar three. Horrible. No loft. He's not in a loft. All right, now, Morning Man with Devin and Babs, weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. That's 69 on Morning Man, and you can listen to all the nice. shows on demand. Well, you know, we went with the positive angle. Dog goes with the negative Lamar Jackson. We went positive Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. I don't think when Mahomes is grading himself, his comps should be anything but Brady. Not talent. I'm saying career. Why should that not be the consciousness for Mahomes? And I think that Mahomes should should actually only be thinking about Brady. He's that good. If Patrick Mahomes has Aaron Rodgers' career, it's a disappointment. Yeah, I just said that out loud. If Patrick Mahomes ends up with the same exact career as Aaron Rodgers, it is a disappointment. I think so, too, because Aaron Rodgers got one. Patrick Mahomes can't end his career with just one Super Bowl. Otherwise, I don't think he can end this year with just one. He's that good. I I don't think he can end his career without three. And that's why if he doesn't pass the other guys, and how do you pass them? By Super Bowl now, right? Because talent-wise, skill-wise, you're the best we've ever seen. So now we're looking at Super Bowls, and since he's already got that one early one, you're damn right, I'm going to look at it actually negatively if he doesn't continue to win Super Bowls. That might be insane. That's crazy expectations. But, but that's just the way it is. If you take a step back, it's a compliment. Okay, Big time. I'm looking at you already as one of the best to ever play the game. If that's the case, you need to win more Super Bowls, and if you don't, I'm going to sit back and go, well, you know, it's kind of disappointing, though, because he only won one Super Bowl early on. Yeah. I will and the say last that. Thing, and the last thing Patrick Mahomes Jeez. wants is for Mike Babchick to be disappointed right. in him. <laughs> exactly. That's the key yep. point. <laughs> we don't want, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he heard yeah, that. that. I mean, his day is just ruined. It's just all over. But uh, let's get to the real topic with Patrick Mahomes. Was this all a trap? Did his girlfriend get pregnant? Uh... Tell him, (laughs) knowing that he would say, all right, let's get engaged. Is that what happened? As soon as Mahomes signed that big 10-year contract, all of a sudden, he's engaged to his high school sweetheart. Why? It's the only bad thing so far he's done in his career. Stay single. Play the field. You could have got anyone you wanted. Instead, you stay with the high school sweetheart. You're going to do one girl your whole life? What are you? You're the face of the NFL. You got all types of cash coming in for the next 10 years at least. You're the king. Play it like Jeter. Jeter was a way better off the field guy than on the field guy, and he was a Hall of Famer on the field. You have to stay single. So what happened here? Did she actually say, hey, honey, I'm taking the birth control. And then, oh, geez, I I must have forgot. I guess I didn't take it last week. It's only 99.9% effective. So, yeah, that could happen. Is that me? Well, what's (laughs) happening here? Next, you know, he's getting married. Is it a trap?
Jared Moore, you know the deal with these things with relationships, <laughs> girls, and all that good exactly. stuff. Yeah, I know all about that. Yeah, was it a trap? Maybe he really loves her. Ah, oh, you sassy. Ew. You sassy man, you. What are you Gross. thinking, man? Well, maybe, you know, maybe he does love her. Maybe he does. Sentimental Moore. Maybe, yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Who knew that Jared Moore was going to be the, the nice guy, that. the sweet guy? The lover at heart. Get the hell out of here, man. You're like a sweet guy. The Jared Moore morning after is just the all nice. All right, see you later. All right, see you later, bye. Just keep recording. Thanks. Um, So, I mean, he's such a nice guy, though, with the morning. Hey, look. Maybe Patrick Mahomes is manly in love and all that good stuff. Nah. Yeah, well, Mahomes could have rolled like Jeter for years. In through the front door, out the back, early in the morning. With a the gift, basket. gift basket. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> How about a little a little miniature KC signed football and one of those little mini helmets for the road? <laughs> yeah, no, How about that? And also some KC barbecue <laughs> sauce and some ribs. Yes. He doesn't want it. Gifts. He doesn't want it. He'll give you a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, he does the ketchup on the macaroni and cheese, which like that part I'm totally fine with. But Mahomes is taking over the league, but we all knew that already. Now, you know, was taking over Mad Dog Sports Radio, Pat McAfee. I mean, it's McAfee oh, Radio, oh, yeah. baby. McAfee Radio. That's what it's all about. <laughs> 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 and McAfee was not yet accepted my challenge to a uh, kickoff. I mean, or I, will he ever? Or will he ever? Pat McAfee and the Pat McAfee Show weekdays at 12 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Channel 82. And something bothered him as it bothered me. Ties. There should no longer be ties in the NFL or really for any occasion. A formal meeting, going to the bar mitzvah no more ties in general okay? in fact ties in bar, in bar mitzvah you didn't get my bad joke you know you wear a tie you wear a suit get oh, rid of that yeah. sneakers forget laces let's go back to velcro oh, no fall. more ties anywhere in the world here we go pat mcfee take it away if they don't change the nfl overtime rules for a kicker duel i'm gonna be pissed man. <laughs> <laughs> just do it every time it. these ties happen they they very rarely have three in the last three years or whatever three every many. time it happens everybody enough. in america is pissed off this is not our sport uh-huh. this is not how we do it here. How did this even happen? And That's you know, right. the first touchdown, you get the chance to answer in a field goal thing. I understand the rules, and but I think the NFL full field of play, where you got punters still, by the way, respect it. Mm-hmm. You got kickoffs, you got all that stuff going on. I like it, but if it ends up after an overtime period completely tied, put the kickers mm-hmm. out there for a kicker duel, ball for ball, sudden death. Imagine how electric that would be. 50 yarder, 50 yarder. Okay, let's go to 55. <laughs> he loves kickers. 55, 55. Okay, let's go back to 60. 60, 60. Holy shit, here we go. 65, 60. These happen at kicking camps, and they are electric. It is a magical scene. Bring out the big guys. Let them circle them even. Let it be like a golf thing. I don't care, but don't have a tie. Do not have a tie. Need to fix that stat. I mean, we just can't do it. Everybody's like, well, that sounds like soccer. That sounds like communism. It's like, well, what's a fucking tie? (laughs) What is a tie? Riddle me. Or let the old lineman go out there and kick. Pick one non-kicker to go kick an extra point. Do whatever you gotta do. Have a winner. Uh, Have a gauntlet of death. Jousting. How about fencing? We could have two guys just do that, and we can figure it out. What is jousting? Jousting is when you throw that thumb. Oh, is it jousting? When you throw that thing? I'm not familiar with that term. It's a lot of fun. No, I have, <laughs> hey, play flip cups. Hey, play beer pong. You know, Pat McAfee throws out so many ideas because he just, he talks very fast. I mean, that's the way to do it. What we got to do is line up the kickers on the 60-yard line, and now they're at the 50, and now they're at the 40, and now they're at the 30, now they're at the 20, and then they sold right there to Pat McAfee right there. Yeah, I think that's a better way to end a game than a tie. And Doug Peterson of the Eagles, he's a big fan. He likes to play for the ties. That's not terrible, right? The only thing people hate more than ties are kickers. <laughs> yeah, that you know, a great it, point. The kicker gets no love. And, and Pat's trying to push it because, you know, he's a kicker. He's Even got a lot worse, of he's a punter. Stories. 
Oh, no, you didn't. I remember my first Pat McAfee punter joke. I gave that up years ago. Now, Alex Hardy, your guy, JT the Brick. We call him JT the Brink because at any moment he's on the brink of exploding. He must have had to change his pants multiple times this week because the guy loves sports. And we've had more sports this week than maybe ever before. JT (laughs) may leave the radio studio, but the show's not over. He just goes home and his wife is the only person listening. So wait a minute, he's doing a a show after the show for his wife? And so does Doggy. He's taking Ravens calls. That's JT. The brick. Yeah, don't get to the Ravens fans here. It's five o'clock in the morning. No, I gotta, I gotta load them up, load them up. Nine lines deep. No, I'm glad you brought this up with JT and his wife because JT had a fascinating point about wives watching sports. Listen to this, courtesy Brick at Night weeknights. Now on from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern time. If you have a wife, a girlfriend, or a fiance that doesn't love sports, you're dead. You're awful. Unless you're just whipped and you're going to listen to whatever they say and you're going to turn sports off when they walk in the room because you're scared to death. You're going to get yelled at. Your girlfriend, fiance, (laughs) or wife's going to yell at you because you have sports on. That's it. You either have a choice (laughs) in life. You're going to marry your best friend. Most people don't marry their best friends. They marry someone they never knew. They date. They meet in a bar. They meet somewhere. They get set up. They decide to get married. They're not best friends. You see these guys. Oh, I married my best friend. Most guys don't marry their best friends. They just get married. And then hopefully they don't get divorced. (laughs) And the relationship flourishes. But if your girlfriend, fiance, or wife doesn't like sports and you can't watch sports because of that, you're done. You're done to me. You're dead to me. You got to grow a pair. Well, what? I would say sound off like you got a pair. Anybody walks into that room, I treat women with the ultimate respect. The ultimate respect. Mm. Please, no. thank you. Everywhere, working nah. at home. Mm. Can you imagine if you said to JT the Brick and walked into a room, turn the sports off? Can you imagine that? How many of you guys <laughs> need to look in the mirror and stop being scared? Like, wife pulls up with the groceries. Oh, turn off all the sports. Turn them off. Oh, well, we weren't watching anything. No, no, no. I wasn't watching. <laughs> what year is it in his house? So I guess JT didn't marry his best friend, huh? I mean, that's what I'm gathering. Man. Nobody did. We get married to strangers, and we just figure it out along the way. Who's going up to JT to break a turn off the sports? How dare you? I mean, can you imagine that? With JT the brick screaming and yelling, even during that clip, he hit a point where I thought he, like, stepped on a nail. He's like, you know, and wives come in and they go Oh, baby. Most people meet their wives in a bar. That's where I met my now wife. Or in a bathroom in a bar. Yeah, the bathroom <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Like the Babchek love story. No, the Babchek, no, that's where it ended. At the, the end of the <laughs> night, I made a bathroom in my pants, and oh. I didn't tell her, and, and then I knew she was the one. She allowed me to go just through the zipper, keep my pants on, and the first night, you got to hook up the first night if you want to be possible candidate of future Mrs. Babchek, so you got to hook up uh, right away. That's key, but yeah, bar situation. My wife went up to me. Obviously, she wasn't my wife at the time. She's like, you got to protect me. You got to save me. There's some dude who's following me. Will you beat him up? And I said, you were her first choice. (laughs) Listen, I said, absolutely. She goes, well, come with me. And I got off my bar stool and she goes, oh, my God, you're tiny. I was sitting at the time. And that she, makes sense now. Yeah. And you know, you see, I got a big head. I guess I look bigger sitting down. You would never know that I'm really only 5'3". And that was the last time she ever told you you were tiny, Babs. <laughs> no, later that night, man. 
But you, sound, I mean, you sound much taller. That's what it is. And me and my wife have never been friends, let alone best friends. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I don't even think we'd be friends. Now, You're Eddie, barely you, acquaintances you, at this point. Yeah, Eddie, you got a great relationship with your wife. I mean, oh, yeah. would you consider her your best friend? I think a best friend is someone you can really tell anything. Are, yeah. are any of our wives really our best friend? I mean, you can really tell them anything. Your deepest darkest sickest thoughts you There's leave no that way. to your best friend you're not telling no. your wife that stuff yeah i'm gonna go hey honey i'm really into the step brother step sister yeah, series I mean, really? on Pornhub. <laughs> it's really all awesome. taboo video it's really my thing <laughs> when no, but we're best become your best friend <laughs> yeah, Earl Thomas. See, I saw him in a video, and he's starring in one. Hey, honey, I'm into the Odell Beckham series now. It's really <laughs> phenomenal. You know, but, but that guy is an interesting high-fiber diet. But we're best friends. I could tell you anything. Anything. No oh, I, I just think it was really nice of JT to make sure we all make sure we don't get yelled at while he's yelling at us. Yes, it's really yes. nice of him to do that. Yeah, I, I, like yeah, I don't refer to himself as JT the Brick. I love people that speak in the first person. No, that's Mike, really have amazing. You ever said when when Beth comes in the room, she's gonna tell Mike Babchek to stop watching sports. Get out of here. Yeah, she's gonna tell Mike Babchek to put down the lotion. <laughs> I don't think so. JT goes to the diner. Did he go? All right, JT the Brick is gonna get a cheeseburger with French fries, and JT the Brick wants onion rings, and JT the Brick wants a diet coke, and bring it to me now. And don't you dare tell me not to watch sports. Don't you dare. Don't do it. Uh, this week was the last week for a Nick Wright on What's Right. And um, I think as a parting gift, we're going to play one clip from him this week on Morning After. Jared, what was going on this week during the uh, big finale week? And um, do you even care that he's gone? Oh, I, I definitely care that he's gone. <laughs> nice. you know, I, I enjoyed my time working with Nick. Wrong. And, uh, yeah, wrong. <laughs> wrong. God forbid I actually have a human relationship with my host. Yeah. What? What's, you know, what's a human? <laughs> what's a relationship? <laughs> what? It's yeah. a host. Well, Nick Wright, he's a host, and uh, yeah, on the last week of What's Right, here he is having his daughter field some questions from some callers and told us this fascinating tidbit about Nick. Usually after any meal, dad's usually in the bathroom for probably an hour and a half. <laughs> maybe an hour. Maybe I'll go down 30 minutes. Probably an hour. I'm just trying to stay away from you because you're just a bully. Stay away from me. me. You make us all want to stay away from that bathroom. You shouldn't make me out to be an old man. You are an old man. All right, so there you go. Nick Wright on a phone. I mean, he was doing that from the bathroom, which was really the most fascinating part there. Well, you've done updates from the bathroom. Oh, absolutely. Oh, there was one time I I, I just had to go, and Evan Cohen had, uh, you know, I took calls. I took Ravens calls, actually, from the bathroom. (laughs) Evan said it all. You spend 90 minutes in the bathroom. Is it because you're on Hans Central Station, or is it because you're syncing up the bathroom? Most of the time, Hans Central Station's a bedroom thing, even though there are times where I'll I'll do the fake shower. Hey, honey, I'm going to take a shower, and I'm really just running the water, you know, just letting the steam build, and I'm just hanging out in there doing what, guys? Taking hand Raven's calls. No, oh. taking Raven's calls. Were you going to say hand-to-gland combat? That's <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. Hand-to-gland? Get Alex. your mind out of the gutter, Alex Hardy. What's wrong with you? Well, Sometimes you- we just go in there, though, to get away, right? The safest place for a married guy with young kids is the bathroom. Yeah, I tend to not lock the door, which is, you know, a major issue. I tend to yeah, keep the door open. Yeah, we don't do that in my house either. The door's open yeah. all the time. Oh, they, I just love it. Like, I'm in there for 15 minutes. It stinks like crazy. And my son walks in and goes, hey, can you open up this bag of chips? Like nothing. Like it's nothing. And there's somebody else around here. Are you sure you're still hungry? Yeah, and the best <laughs> part is he'll snack in the bathroom. I mean, he doesn't leave. Uh, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After is Mad Dog Chris Russo is going to rant about pitching tents and getting relief and the length of baseball players. All that and more coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. 
everyone. This is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences, past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on SiriusXM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app and Apple Podcasts. The best meets the worst. The best stories from the week recapped by the worst host on the channel. This is Babchick's Morning After. Oh, yes, and welcome back to Mike Baptist Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio as we recap all the stories, all the happenings of the week that was on Channel 82, of course, with America's biggest morning after regret. Just ask Jack and Susan. That's mom dad. We're joined by Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, Alex Hardy, the producer of uh, Brickin' Night with JT The Brink, and, of course, Jared Moore, the producer of this show, until they find something else for him to do. The baseball playoffs are hot and heavy right now, so the doggy was all over it. The playoffs have started. We got our great little best of three first round series, and as a true Yankee fan, I only watch games when they count, and that happens to be in October, so I wasn't able to watch any of the games of the regular season, or the sweep there in Cleveland, but now I'm ready, as is the doggy end on Mad Dog Unleashed this week. He was all over the playoffs, and the fact that these pitchers have no length, just like me. Some of these moves these managers make with these pitching staffs. First off, the Twins, they gave Maeda a big contract in the offseason. He knows his way around a big game. He's pitched in World Series. He throws five shutout innings, 90 pitches, and they take him out. Now, uh, you know, and again, it's not like the Twins have Mariano and great relievers. And it's not like Bruce Suter, Mariano, and Uckersley are in that bullpen. He takes them out. Eventually, they get to that bullpen. You know what happens after that. Really bothers me. <laughs> uh, 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 leave him in the game. Jetua's arm falls off. He's not pitching the rest of this series. You have a one in a hundred years and they take him out. I don't understand that. Toronto yesterday is in Tampa. They're pitching Matt Shoemaker. All right, he's not Roy Holiday. I get it. But gee whiz, they're afraid that he's going to go through that second time with the lineup. So somehow, some way, after three innings and 35 pitches, only two hits allowed, playing pitching well against Tampa. You're on the road, so you need as many pitches as you get. They get the last at bat. And he takes Montona, uh, Charlie Montoya. about to be out of breath. (laughs) Takes him out of the game, which I don't understand. I'm Charlie Montoya. I killed your father. They ball game. He took Bauer out. David Bell did. Bottom of the eighth, two out, nobody on. No score, and he takes him out of the game. Because I got to bring Sims in, a guy I never heard of. And I would, you know, he's urinating on the mound. Phil. Let your pitchers pitch. Dogs go to thing, man. The urinating urinating on on the mound. mound. Oh, everybody's always peeing. I've (laughs) never seen anybody pee on the mound. But I'm waiting for it. I just want that to happen. And I did not know that David Bell was a manager of the Reds until that clip right now. So that's just a fascinating thing. But... Boy, you he loves something. to rant about you know. Yeah, we learned something on morning after. Uh, look it up, Longoria. And there was dog, you know, ranting and raving about the pitching and the relief pitchers. Eddie, wouldn't it be great if there was relievers for everything in life? We need relievers for everything. Just imagine I'm taking a call from Mike and the OC. And, you know, the sheriff pops in and he goes, hey, that's it. All right, you're done. You've done enough today. I could see you're spent. You sit down. We'll take it home from here. And they bring in a reliever call screener. It'd be amazing. Yeah, Scott Messina. <laughs> Scott, you're up. Get in here and make sure we're not. Not in delay. 
No, it's, uh, the first guy goes, hey, what's your name? All right, hold on a second. They're pulling me. Hold on one second. That's All right, and, and the next guy comes in. Where are you calling from? Oh, hold on a second. They're pulling me. Hold on a second. <laughs> all right, what do you want to talk about? I mean, you got yourself all these relievers. I think that's great. We should have relievers everywhere in life. Jared Moore's looking for relief right now from his chili dog that he had for lunch, but also to get off this program. He wants somebody else to pop on in here. I think we should have relievers all over the place. Let's say you go to dinner with your wife. You're not into it. Man, you you're had just not entree. out with your best friend. You're just not out with yeah, your best you're friend. Yeah, you're out with your, that's it. And you got the entree. There's dessert, but you're done with the talking. You're ready to go home. You want to have an ice cream on the road. Boom. Here comes Bob Wickman. Just, you know, here comes the reliever. <laughs> Boom. Bob right there. Wickman. Bob Wickman and now that's Bethany Babchik. Yeah, Bob Wickman and Bethany Babchik are going to share. They're sharing a chocolate and a lava cake all of a sudden. That's it. Bob Wickman and Bethany. I got to get the hell out. I've had enough. Sometimes you just got to go home. And you think about it the other way. And we've done this before on uh, Morning Man. The bedroom. Once you you're done doing your job, the game to you is over. But there's more than one player on the team. And sometimes if you can't finish her off, why can't you bring in someone? So all of a sudden, you know, Bethany, bedroom, in comes Graham Lloyd, in comes Jeff Nelson. Here comes Armando Nasty Benitez. Oh, Here's Armando Benitez. Do you Come any, on down. Do you have any post-2000 Yankee references? I don't think so. Everything seems to be local. And as Jared just Graham said, Benitez. Lloyd. Benitez would blow it. I mean, he, he finished. That's before, backwards. You know, Benitez comes in there, finishes the job off. Maybe he's not the right guy, but here What type comes, of job, Babs? What type of job? My wife needs the pleasure, too. So that's why. <laughs> let's call in relief. Billy Wagner, come on down. I will only name guys for the New York <laughs> tri-state area. That's it. All right, so there you go. So relievers. Now, Eddie, wasn't that the show that you were actually at his house? It seems like once a week you're going to Mando Chris Russo's house, right? How, how was that watching that one in person? Yeah, that was good because the doggy loves an audience. But of course he has a passionate rant in front of you. Oh, yeah. He, he needs that audience. He loves an audience. The man was, you know, dead man walking for all these months during quarantine. <laughs> and now you show up and all of a sudden the doggy's back. He's returned. Lay the pitches in. More importantly, though, after that show was over, did you stay for dinner? And if so, what'd you have? I did. Dog ordered out from like a local bar, a little bar fare. I got, <laughs> I ordered a shepherd's pie. I, I ordered shepherd's, shepherd's pie. pie. <laughs> what are you, like an 80-year-old woman? What are you the talking the about? Shepherd's pie is so good, and I, can't, I don't get it Maybe all. if there's a blizzard outside, you know, you get your shepherd's pie. But, you know, you're in the Irish pub, all right? The great. shepherd's pie you went with? Beef or yeah. lamb? First uh, of all, beef or lamb? Beef. All right, on, beef. Okay. Lamb. What are you, a heathen? Okay. Well, <laughs> heathen. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't that's know that the, word. That's the English side. Yeah. What's a heathen? <laughs> that's just a relative of mine. Those are the bad tricks. All right. So you ordered your shepherd. What did Mad Dog order? Sliders. He had uh, pulled pork sliders. No apps? So you could have ordered anything no, you want. You only no, ordered you... one entree? This is the thing with dog. If he doesn't order an app, you don't order one. And you especially don't order one if you're a little on, the, a on the bigger side. Because he's just going to sit there and analyze everything you do. Everything you eat, how you eat, how quickly you eat. That's true. So if you're eating additional food like an appetizer, forget it. Oh, there was Eddie there who was you know, eating quesadillas like it was uh, chewing gum. Oh, my God. The guy would not stop. Multiple suppers. Exactly. I, he was eating like who his last that? meal. All right. Now, what about dessert? Now, dessert was really interesting because I'm done with my dinner. Comes in and he goes, you want some cookies? I'm like, sure. Who doesn't want cookies? <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Well, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cookies. <laughs> this is a rich man. I'm expecting some really fancy cookies. Well, actually, before from the a cookies, bake shop, before the cookies, he came in. He goes here, and he just tosses something at me. 
I catch it. It's a mini pack of Ritz crackers. So that was the <laughs> that was the first dessert. That's your snack. That's dessert. You it up from the tennis club too. This is yeah. it's already this is a little weird. All right, I'm expecting the cookies to be really fancy, peanut butter fudge in between. Rich oh, yeah. man dessert. Yeah, what rich was man it? dessert. No, he threw me a package of animal crackers, not in the box, but in the little bags they had. Animal crackers. <laughs> animal what are you, crackers. What are you eight? What are you five? Yeah, <laughs> no. I went eight. Jared went five. What are you kidding me? Did you get some apple juice. Dog has the what? snacks that you would. Put Put in your kindergartner's lunchbox for the first day of school. And, and he eats Capitol, that too? Oh, he eats them. He sat down and ate his little animal crackers, happy as could be. No, wait a minute. And was then... he like, all right, look at this, Eddie. I'm about to eat the lion. Look out. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't oh, here comes a, the big man. Play play. I bet his head right off. <laughs> I would always eat the head first. All right, Eddie, here's my strategy. I'm going to eat the bear's legs first. Look at this now. This big bad bear. I'm going to take him out. No, he was texting at this point, as Dog is known to text. He holds his phone way out with one finger and just stabs the phone. And he's texting <laughs> to all his cronies about the ravens. It's <laughs> like a 60-year-old man. Love that one finger point. A little beak there. At one point, he actually Sounds just like got up and he goes, don't go anywhere. I'm like, all right, what, am I just going to leave? Yeah, he where are you going? <laughs> he went upstairs to take a shower. To wake himself up. <laughs> fascinating. What is this? Like, this is like a weird date. You know, whenever you order the escort, you always stop. And you go, hold on. Uh, you came a little too early. Um, I'm going to go shower now. Hey, go. there's some animal crackers in the other room if you want to, you know, then have some fun. he comes back and he threw a box of raisins at me. He goes, here, have some raisins. Have some raisins? Wait, did he give you crayons? There's, there's some crayons. They're coming up hat. Does he have that piece of paper at the diner that you could, like, play tic-tac-toe or color in animals? You, you do the little maze. And he gave you a little yeah, package no, no. of crayons. <laughs> the kids' menu is on the other side. Did he give you a crown? <laughs> a little crown, too. A it's crown. a Happy Meal. Yeah, Happy Meal is what I yeah. gave you. This is a rich man. So great. no bread pudding, no seven-layer cake, no chocolate mousse. Like, that's what you would expect. Yeah. Instead, you got animal crackers and raisins. And he took yeah, a shower in between. <laughs> Yeah, Skip the Russo mean. household for Halloween. Yeah, we're you got all a box of raisins. Yeah, my parents would always give out raisins. There was one year my mom said, everyone, we're not doing candy. Come on in and we're going to do an arts and crafts project. Oh, no. And- <laughs> Oh, yeah. they call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Every year, we were the house, the only house in the block. Like, why were we egged? Well, what do you think why we were egged? <laughs> You're giving out you fruit. Give, why did you just give the kids shellfish? Now, what are we doing over there? All right, there's Mad Dog Chris Russo and Eddie Erickson uh, starring in a very strange after-school special. To Adam Shine, Shine on Sports, who's also all fired up. Can't get enough of the Major League Baseball playoffs. I can't sleep. I can't eat. Gotta love sports. My New York Yankees, your New York Yankees, our New York Yankees. Martin, Cleveland, and Bam, Aaron Judge. All right. Stand the hell up. (laughs) Aaron Judge, a two-run jack. Uh, And that put, I love this baseball expression, put a charge into (laughs) one. He put a charge into the baseball, but also most especially, that was the figurative charge that was put into the Yankees dugout clubhouse and the that was the moment where you said the Yankees are back the big bad Yankees can go to the World Series and the Yankees are going to show off their unbelievable star power put a charge in that one no that's my wife restarting her vibrator got to put yeah that's right she changes the batteries (laughs) you know she calls that one Big Mike and I'm Little Mike we all know that Little Mike Ooh, the Yankees. I'll tell you what, the Yankees win. That parade's going to be awesome. Animal crackers and raisins. 
for everybody involved. But, I mean, Adam Shine, he's not over the top at all. He lives. He sleeps. He eats. The Yankees. Let's do it again, manana. We'll see what happens. Now, Patrick Mawah, who spent some time out in L.A. and, of course, now is in Las Vegas. So he's looking at it from the other coast. Maybe we'll get ourselves some Yankees Dodgers. But will that be a fluke? Patrick Mawah. As Doggy says, the wrap weeknights now, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. This is setting up perfectly for the Dodger haters. High haters, because as soon as they go on and win a World Series here, what is everybody going to say? It's not a legitimate championship. Even though they got cheated out of a championship in 17, they got cheated out of a championship in 18 by the Boston Red Sox, because, yes, they were cheating too. They go to two straight World Series, two straight pennants, and they're just not a good team. They pushed a team that cheated in 17 to seven games, yet they're not worthy of a championship. That is a joke. That's a lie. And if they win a championship this year, just like in hockey and just like in basketball, it's a legit championship. The idea that people keep on talking about you can't name a Cy Young and you can't name a batting champion because it's not legit. No S-H-I-T, it's not legit. The world isn't legit. Why are people continuing to ask the question, do you consider this to be valid? They're playing, ain't they? Get with the freaking times and understand that COVID is happening to everybody. Everybody is living and playing under the same circumstances. You win a championship. Gosh damn it, you deserve the championship. Oh, and did Patrick go so well? PG-13. S-H-I-T, and then gosh darn it. You can let it fly there. You know, he's right. The Dodgers did get screwed. So did the Yankees. We all know that. Still carrying that narrative around, huh? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, the cheating narrative. You know, cheating's not fun. I don't know if you've ever been cheated on. It ain't a good feeling. When my wife told me that she hooked up with a guy in a Denny's restroom after he ordered her fries, I, that didn't feel good. That's not something I'm just gonna, you know, move on past. No, and I'm not gonna forget that the Astros cheated as well. Probably felt good for her. What, the, the fries part or the, uh... You know, hey, look, if you're gonna do that... No, when jo- yeah, when Java talking? Chamberlain went house on your wife at a Denny's bathroom. Oh, Why would it be Jabba? <laughs> were there flies? The flies were there, though. The flies were all over everybody's faces. <laughs> it was a strange. And for the record, if this guy bought my wife a full entree, I'd have no issue with it, but he only got her fries. So, and a box I mean, of raisins on. when they're done. Yeah, and a box of raisins. <laughs> Maybe some animal crackers for the ride home. She might do it for the animal crackers and the raisins. <laughs> and the shepherd's pie. Don't forget the shepherd's pie. Yeah. Now, on Morning Men this week, we took a page from what was going on in the world to put together the first annual Faladential Debate. It was Evan on one side. It was Babs on the other. Some special guest moderators along the way, including one Scott Messina. Here we go. This was fascinating. Let's get it on. Hot versus cold. Mr. Babchick. There's only one way you can go, and I've been doing this forever, and ask yourself, too, what, what has Evan done in his 40 years? Huh? What has he done? What has Evan done in his 40 years? Think about that while I answer this question. You think this guy has done anything in 40 years? This guy doesn't even have an answer I mean, to the question. Does he, can't even well, no, but he cold. hasn't even done anything Sir, in 40 well, years if you think about it. But hot or cold, we're going hot. Hot is the way to go. Hot's always the way to go. Less is more. Take everything off. Mr. No Babchick, layers. Mr. Babchick, you've had like your allotted you time. You can walk around Mr. with a shirt on. You've had you your allotted time. And so everything will else you allow is Mr. Cohen to go. Clown. Uh, clearly, cold is the way to go. Cold, you're allowed to wear more layers. It's hoodie season, baby. Hoodie oh, season. That means something. Cold is clearly better than hot. Absolutely. It's going to let him keep talking. He's been telling you he's going to be hot and hot and hot for the last four years. It's not that hot everywhere. Is Wisconsin hot? Is, Mr. Cohen? Is Michigan hot? Mr. Cohen, you've had your time. One of our guest moderators, Christopher Wallace. 
Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. I mean, that's an easy one. It's Whoa, obviously... Excuse me. Excuse me. Who said he should go excuse first? Excuse me. He went, well, he went you first guys didn't even oh. allow me to... to oh, now I just to kept talking over the topic. Mm -hmm. We right. moved on okay. to the next okay. segment. Okay. I'll debate you both. I, I knew that was happening today. I saw that coming. Uh, the right. answer is Sega Genesis. And when you think about some of the great games that Sega Genesis has had, I'm still waiting. I am still waiting for this, this clown to denounce RBI Baseball. Never heard him do it. Never heard him denounce RBI Baseball. I'll Sega Genesis is clearly... Uh, yeah, you'll do it? Okay, go ahead. I'll do go it. Go ahead. Denounce RBI Baseball right now. Oh, well, go you ahead. Wanna, I'll Mr. Babchick, it, it right is your now. turn. I'll do uh, RBI Baseball, St uh, you know, stand back. Stand by. All right? Stand by. Stand by. I hate that. You know, the game, you know, you, you, you pop the ball up in the air and then hit you in the head and a little dunk and a little, you know, stand back, stand by. So there you go. I I'll tell you what, I have plenty of video game parties that I throw all the time, and I'll tell you that they're packed. People love my video game parties. There's so many people. Uh, Evan, he'll throw a video game party. No one wants to show up for your video game party. <laughs> There's like five people See, at the not, little video game party. He, didn't, he can't even give you an answer. We have our next no guest moderator here, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Is it chicken or is it steak? I believe I go first now. I mean, please, I can't get a word in. I mean, this guy can't. Please, shut up, please. So, uh, yeah. It, what? Me. This, I, you know, is, this it, is what you're going to have to deal with. If he's well, the validential candidate, you're going to have to. Steak is the answer. It's steak. It's just a bigger meal. It's more important. You eat chicken every day. Everyone's always eating chicken. You get a nice, juicy steak. It's something special. Yeah, and I don't care where son, you go. You, you, go you can go to Tad's. Yeah, I'll tell you, my son did nothing wrong. My son did nothing wrong. Let him finish, please. His son eating the steaks. My son did nothing wrong. My son did nothing wrong. The son has gained. My son did nothing wrong. Uh, you know, that's just, that's fact. I mean, let's Mr. Collins, I ahead. have done more for the chicken industry than Will Purdue. I have done so much wrong. for the chicken industry. Look You've done nothing. I've, done for chicken. I've eaten McChickens. I've eaten barbecue chicken. I have General Cho's or Chow's, whatever it's called, the chicken. Yeah, well. I have chicken fajitas. I have chicken tacos. I have done a tremendous amount. Yeah, well, you you know, probably since Lincoln. Okay, yeah, but you're number one and number three. Mr. Babchick, Mr. Babchick. You forgot number two. You, you there's forgot no, number there's two. There's no retort. Pee in the shower or not pee in the shower? Mr. Cohen. You know, I have done a tremendous job, actually, when I was uh, vice president of Foul Nation. I did a tremendous job of working with uh, Kohler, as a matter of fact, and installing more toilets during my tenure than any other president or vice president in the history of Foul Nation. There are more toilets in the United States than there have ever been. There is no need to pee in the shower. I've worked with many lakes and oceans That's not true. and rivers to install the, the cleanliness Wrong. of the water to be in your toilet. Pee in your toilet, not your shower. Pee in the shower. Of course he doesn't want to pee. That's amazing. This is what people... He's afraid to pee in the shower. Why don't we just close all I have the faucets? More, Mr. I, Cohen, I've, I've you had your time. Why don't we close Mr. Cohen, you had your time. Evan, Evan, Mike. Hey, why is it open? Why is the faucet Mike. open in the bathroom? Well, you close the faucet in the bathroom because... Uh, no, water goes down in the hole. Water goes down and it goes down. So, yes, it comes out of me. It goes down the drain. Everybody knows that. Clown. Was that necessary, Mr. Babchick? He started it. You just heard it. The Falidential debate. Do you pee in the shower or do you not pee in the shower? Always in the shower. There you go. It's it all pipes. As long as you're in the shower. It all goes down the same drain. Yeah, that's right. I would just be happy that any of us take a shower. But I asked my wife this question. Peeing in the shower is one of the more gratifying things you can do. She claims she has never done that in the shower. I don't believe her, but she swears it never happened. You know, my wife pees in the shower every single time. Every single she time. She owns it? She owns it. I, I, the problem is when we're taking a shower together. Oh. That's when, that's when <laughs> it's an issue. That is just weird. 
Jared's so embarrassed he has a golden look to his uh, face. Kind of All right. What type of fan are you? We got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Patrick's morning after us. Doggy talks a little gambling. An NBA Finals preview to remember, and a big-time music review. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Hey, everyone. This is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Time to hear the best audio of the week, according to Babchick. If Babs isn't in it, I'll be shocked because, you know... Babs picked it. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes! Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio as we recap the week that was with my quote-unquote friends right Whoa. here as you got Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, Alex Hardy, producer of JT The Break, and of course, Jared Moore, the producer of Morning <laughs> After. I wouldn't put that on your resume. Hey, leave that one off. Yeah. How about Doggy, though? He was all fired up this week, and he talked about something that me and Eddie Erickson hit on all the time. In order to care, you have to have some skin in the game. Listen have to Doggy to. talking about program director Steve Tory. I know. I'll try to delve into it and get into it. And, you know, betting doesn't hurt either. Betting. And by the way, you know who checked in today? Speaking of betting, Steve Tory. Oh, oh boy. Hey, putting all the chips in the middle of the table with Steve. Oh, yeah, Steve Torrey's all fired up over the gambling. That was just a little quick, out of nowhere, just ripping on program out of, out director of Steve Torrey. They had an interesting conversation, Dog and Torrey did, during uh, one of the Mad Dog Unleashed Sports Bites. Listen to this. Here's the one thing I'd say about the Rays, though. This is the one time, Chris, right, that they are usually the guys that are hunting, and now they're the hunter. You know, they're, they're That's a very good the, point. Whatever the, the phrase is. It's a different They are the hunter. And yes. now they're the huntee. So yes, exactly. that is a scenario. Wow. Dog knew that's a that different, one. The different bullet to wear on your back. That's a right. very, very good point. Uh, do you wear bullets what? on your back? What? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, you, you do. Love yeah. to wear a bullet on your back. Uh, the, yeah, right there. Rambo. Yeah, but bullet. Not that, maybe in the back there. But no, you're wearing a bullet on the back, and then you got Steve <laughs> Tory, the hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Now all I can picture is like Steve, Steve Torrey. Bounty Hunter? Yeah, it's Steve Torrey. Steve Torrey. <laughs> bounty Hunter. He's coming to get you. But hey, put your hands up. Hey, uh, it's Steve Torrey here. <laughs> I know you didn't uh, pay your bonds, so just stay right here. I have to I have to get my cuffs. Where are my cuffs? Oh, jeez. I, I can't find my cuffs anywhere. And Let me look up all your information. Oh, gee, you, you know my Wi-Fi password? <laughs> I can't seem to find... Where are you going? You're running away. Oh, jeez. You just ran away. Before you go, can you uh, fill in on Saturday night? Where are you going? <laughs> uh, the NBA Finals was hot and heavy this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio and on Morning Men with Evan and Babs. That's right. Evan Cohen and Mike Babchick, we had on an NBA expert to break down the NBA Finals. Only on Morning Men would you get analysts like this. That's right. Listen Anal? to this. What? what? Al- uh, sorry. <laughs> what? Al- analysis like this. Here is uh, my wife, Bethany Babchick, to preview the NBA Finals. <laughs> the Miami. She's going to say Dolphins. Dolphins. No, oh. in basketball. Dolphins. That's right, isn't it? <laughs> You're pretty good so far. All right, so now I'm going to ask about people on both teams. Pat. Benatar. My ass. Okay. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> Pat, my ass. <laughs> Bat my ass. Did you go? Did you go for it at that point? Of course I went for it, man. Of course. Oh my god. I always I always pat her on the fanny. Anthony. 
There's no way she knows Anthony Davis. I feel like it's going to be Anthony. It's going to be somebody like she maybe once hooked up with that she's going to try to reference to like make you feel like crap. Go ahead. Wiener. Oh, God. <laughs> Still true. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. He sent her pictures, I think. Now for the Heat, their biggest star is Jimmy. Belushi. <laughs> Belushi. <laughs> Belushi. <laughs> Nobody calls Jim Belushi Jimmy Belushi. Exactly. Jimmy Belushi. The Heat head coach is Eric. Jimmy. Heat. Eric Heat. Eric Heat. <laughs> They named the team after him. He's so oh great they named God. the team after Eric him. Eric Heat, the Heat head coach, is Eric Heat. Who's going to win the finals? Now, you've told her the Heat and the Lakers are in it. That Eric. doesn't mean she retained it. She, her last name is Babchik. I bet you she says the team with more points. Probably nobody. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wins the finals. How many games do you have to win to win the finals? Oh, my God. One. One. Ah, uh, yeah! <laughs> Anthony Davis is known for this physical trait. No, it's your wife. Penis. Penis. No, Maybe. <laughs> but no, really, it's for the Una. Balls. Anthony Davis has a penis and uniballs. On the Lakers, there's a player, first name Kyle, last name? Hanson. <laughs> what? Who? Hanson. Kyle Hanson. That was Kyle a boyfriend. Hansen. Before or after me. Shot. Oh. Current. <laughs> Current. Great player on the Heat. First name Tyler. Last name what I eat all the time. Tyler Ice Cream. Twinkies? <laughs> Tyler Twinkies. <laughs> I'll tell you, you can't get a better preview anywhere in the world. With the Heat and the Lakers. Death for my wife with Tyler a Twinkies. Now it's time for the dog. A mess of the week is this week. It's amazing. The mad dog Chris Russo had a major issue with something that's going on around the world, trending all over the place. Justin Bieber's new hit song. He just put it out a few weeks ago. It's making the rounds. It takes a little while to get to our musical expert, mad dog Chris Russo. And here he is with a review of the Justin Bieber new song and perhaps album. First off, I don't want to hear a word now about Bieber. And you know, everybody making a big deal about Bieber and I'm not interested. Everybody waving, everybody waxing poetic about Bieber all the writers and played uh, ping pong with them. Balls all over the all over huh? the place. And it was just a bad scenario as far as Bieber is ping concerned. Pong. And the folks who out there who want to put Bieber on this high level, I don't want to hear another word about Bieber. That's it. No more. Uh, you know, Bieber this, Bieber that. Nobody cares. Nobody's interested. You won't get that on the Laurel Canyon, Doc. <laughs> oh, my God. How about that? Bieber. He's not a big fan of Justin Bieber. I'm just He told the world. I didn't realize that Bieber was playing ping pong with some sort of music writer out there. Maybe the, the writer of the Rolling Stones. But he does not like Bieber. Uh, and listen, uh, you know, what do you mean? What do you mean? Just tell me what you mean. Uh, you nod your head already. Are you nodding? What are you nodding? Just say it. Yes. Uh, no. Stop with the nodding. Yet. What do you do? I never look at any of that in that stuff. But maybe one day. Never say never. And there's another guy in this channel who can't stand Justin Bieber, too. Uh, it's actually Adam Sean. Baggots, Bieber. Baggots, Bieber. <laughs> too late now to say sorry. Bash the babes. No matter what his intentions were. Oh, Beaver! <laughs> Beaver! You know, to me, all I could hear is Baggot Beaver. I mean, that that's all I could hear. <laughs> Too late now to say sorry for what? What are we apologizing uh, for? As promised, alive uh, in the line. It's Justin Bieber, friend of the radio program. You gotta love music. All good, all good. <laughs> there you go. All right, another episode of Mike Patrick's Morning After. In the books, Freddie Erickson, who I'm watching right now on Zoom, folding his laundry for Alex Hardy. <laughs> 
He's a multitasker. Nice tidy whities For Alex Hardy, who still, you know, doesn't sound as smart as we thought, but he still sounds smarter than me. So you got that. And for Jared Moore, the producer of Morning After, a gig that he's going to try to give up before next week. Jared, you think you're going to make it to next week? God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Jared, in one word, describe this episode. In one word? Waste. Attaboy! (laughs) There it is. It's a waste. Right where Goldberg left off. Oh, beautiful. All right. Tweet at Babchick all week long with anything you want to hear on Morning After until next week. Has that worked yet? No, it doesn't seem to work. But (laughs) Tweet at me, people, at Babchick. Come on now. Tell us how great the show is, and then I'll retweet it because I'm a loser, and I feel the need to do that. Until next week, time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time.